Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. I started a new book yesterday called The Fighter's Mind Inside the Mental Game. Really enjoying it thus far. Chances are that you guys already know when I'm reading a book, I generally tend to bring you guys content from that book. And so today is no exception. So um, yesterday when I was reading, I read a really interesting, I read a couple of interesting things that I'll bring you guys over the next couple of days, but, uh, I read a really interesting, it was a story about a guy named Freddie Roach, who more than likely he's trained a lot of famous boxers, but, uh, you know, getting into their names. I mean, even some of them I didn't know, but here's one that he did train that everybody maybe probably knows, uh, Manny Pacquiao, right? So this guy, Freddie Roach is a guy that owns a gym that has had a lot of, uh, you know, very successful high level boxers come through and he's done a great job managing them. But, you know, um, he started off himself boxing. He came from a boxing background, obviously growing up, he got into that. And the, the story here, he had a very promising, or at least what they thought was a very promising, uh, career ahead of him. And they were comparing him to, can't remember the guy's name, but they were comparing him to a guy that had come before him that was very successful. And they said, you know, like, like they do in sports, you know, writers love to do a lot, right? Like this guy is going to be the next, you know, and then insert the person's name. So Freddie Roach was like, he was on his way, you know, um, he was, he was, he says he was doing all the right things. He was working hard. You know, he was a part of the gym. He was listening to his trainers. Um, then he was, he was fighting. He was, you know, in competitions and in match boxing matches and he was having great success. He was winning and he was successful and he was moving his way up. Um, but then he says, you know, I, I think he says he was 18 or so and, up to this point, I mean, he's just mowing people down, right? So he's he's training hard, he's fit, he's at a high level, and he's boxing and he's winning. And he says right around 18, that was the first time that he says he woke up and he was on the mat. He woke up and he was on the ground. He had been punched, knocked out, and it was this moment, it was this revelation to him that, whoa, like I can, I can be touched, you know, um, like part of boxing, I've done it to other people, but the shoes on the other foot now, like this is something that is kind of normal, right. To get, to get hit, uh, hard. And that sometimes if you get hit hard enough and in the right place or whatever, that you, you could go down, you, you could get knocked out. And he had never had this happen to him. So, you know, he gets up and then I think he gets knocked down again by the same opponent in this same match. And Freddie Roach says that from that moment forward, he was never the same. Um, it was a moment where he realized, you know, what could happen to him and had experienced it. And it just created these feelings of, I can't, I can't believe that that's part of what I've signed up for. And, he says, you know, he continued boxing and his career went on, but uh, I think they said he went like 50-50. So, you know, he would win one, lose one pretty much for the rest of his career. And he ended up being a, a decent boxer, but he didn't end up fulfilling the potential as the next, you know, whoever it was that they were labeling him. He never got there. 
Now, he went on to obviously be a successful trainer, so he has made and he has had a successful career within the sport of boxing, but for him personally, his career was... um, it took it took a turn. It took a, a hard left right at that moment when he realized that. And so the reason why I'm sharing that is to kind of put that on the table in front of us because although many of us here, myself included, we're not boxers, we're not going to get into the ring, we're not going to fight. Um, many of us probably have a very low um, chance of, of getting knocked out, you know, uh, but the, the analogy or the illustration is that in whatever it is that we're doing, and this generally tends to happen. So he says he was 18, he was young, and this generally tends to happen to us more so at the beginning of our journey, right? Where we first get started and everything is great. Uh, and we're very excited, and we're very motivated, and it generally seems a little bit easier to do the things that we know we need to be doing in order to be successful, and things are just moving along, and they're just kind of flowing, and there's this rhythm, and in a sense, kind of this predictability to things. Again, a lot of times when you're starting from the beginning, a lot of times when you start your journey, or you're very, you know, new to the journey and you and you haven't been on the path very long pretty much anything you do is going to have a pretty big return on the investment right so like if you for example I don't know why I'm thinking about this if you're an entrepreneur and you don't have a website and then you build a website I mean you're going to see a pretty big return on probably having a website now and having produced that and maybe what that can do for you in terms of your marketing and in terms of your exposure Once you've had a website though, now it gets more fine-tuned maybe to like figuring out the small things within that website that maybe you can change or update or whatever that's going to get you more exposure, right? Um, But generally at the beginning of our journeys, uh, it's easier to do these things. And then at some point, we kind of snap out of things. Now for Freddie Roach, it was literally like a punch to the face and and we come to the realization like, uh-oh, um, there are some things that are within the realm of being able to happen to me that I really kind of don't like. I really kind of didn't maybe sign on with the foresight that these things were par for the course and that they could actually happen. For example, um, in cycling, it's common knowledge that you get on a bicycle and you can you can ride, you can train, you can race, and sometimes you may crash. Now that's fine, right? Because I think Freddie Roach understood. Like if I'm trying to punch people hard and I'm trying to knock them out, that I understand that like at some point maybe that would happen to me. But still, we haven't gone through that experience yet, you know. So it's the cyclist that goes, "Yeah, I know, I know, I could crash. I get it," you know. Uh, versus like, oh. I I, just, I crashed, you know, I tore my kit, I've got some road rash or whatever. And now you've actually experienced that. Like now on a very much so deeper level, you can feel that, right? So I think one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is, and I've talked about this before, it's looking ahead to some things that could possibly happen to us and thinking about them and spending time um, processing them, right? Like 
I could I could crash while training and racing my bicycle. If I'm a boxer, I could get punched in the face and get knocked out and find myself on the canvas not knowing what happened to me. Right? If I'm an entrepreneur, like I could find myself, you know, having a really difficult month where, you know, I thought I was doing all the right things and I'm rock bottom and there's nobody, there's nobody calling, right? Um it, it's it's understanding that those things could possibly happen. So the first thing is identifying those things. But then here's the second thing is act like you've been punched in the face and you're on the canvas. Do some imagery, do some visualization. When you meditate, like sit there in in stillness and in quiet and like let that kind of uneasiness of getting punched in the face and getting knocked out, like let that sit within you and, and, and be self-aware to know what kinds of feelings come up. Don't try to block them. Right. Um, you know, (laughs) I guess I, I didn't mean to do this, but you know, talking about meditation, I meditated for the first time in like three weeks today. It was so awesome. Um, you know, I, I got a new phone and I was locked out of my account or whatever. And so it took me a while to get back onto it, but Anyhow, uh, sorry about that tangent. I will not be editing that. But like, so when when you meditate, we're not trying to block negative emotions and feelings. And we're not trying to block getting distracted. I mean, if it happens, it happens, right? We're, but we bring ourselves back to a place of calmness. We bring ourselves back to a place of peace. Like same thing, go ahead. Like be the, as an entrepreneur, like sit there on the couch in silence and nobody called me this week. I've made $0 and it's May 7th. What am I? Wow. How do I feel about that? Right? Because I I let, I let it slip, but next thing, what am I going to do about it? Right? What am I going to do if, and when that happens, what am I going to do? What is my plan of action going to be? What is my resolve going to be in that moment? What's what's my course of action? Because, okay, I understand this thing could happen to me. Now I've spent time actually feeling and, and being within that thing happening to me. And that's good. That's a great proactive step that I can take. But then... If you haven't done the work of what would I do if I found myself in that scenario, then once you get there, now you've got to take the time to sit down with that and plan. And sometimes that latent period between the event happening to us and planning it, it totally will derail things to where we might get lazy, we might procrastinate, we might say, you know what, I'll, I'll do this later or whatever. And then all of a sudden we don't deal with like being knocked out and like Freddie Roach kind of, you get surprised to the point where it's like, now you don't really do anything and now it turns into a very, again, not that he could have, he could have undone you know, um, I'd be interested to to chat with him and figure out like why this thing continued to ramble on, like why it just stayed with him for the rest of his career, like what was going through his mind, but you can undo it, but it would be better to undo it sooner rather than later. Right. Um, and so being proactive and actually doing your homework before it even begins is obviously going to be the best approach for us. Um, so yeah, I mean, just 
understanding all that stuff. And it gets super exciting when you can do that, I think. So people would be like, man, that's so crazy and negative for you to even camp out on those kinds of thoughts and to even think about those things. But, you know, it's good because you're working out your problem-solving skills that are going to be so applicable for you to, in order to be um, successful in whatever it is that, that you do, right? Because you're going to need to be able to adapt sometimes and you're going to need to be able to shift your attention and your focus and your style and your, your process and all those kinds of things. So it's good for us to get into this habit. And all that to say, tie a bow on it, you may have a plan in place and you may think to yourself, okay, when this happens to me, this is what I will do. And then lo and behold, you get there and you're kind of a little bit excited because you've planned for this and you've been, you've been ready for this particular scenario to come about or circumstance to come about. And then you realize maybe that your plan maybe wasn't the most efficient plan, wasn't the best plan. Maybe it's not going to work given those particular set of circumstances. That doesn't mean your time doing that exercise was wasted. That doesn't mean that that exercise was all for naught because you still probably got something you can extract from the, that particular exercise that you will be able to use. So sure, the circumstance might be a little bit different, but it's not going to be like totally different, right? Maybe you get knocked out in the third round instead of the seventh round like you were you know, envisioning. Okay, well, that just, that might mean something a little bit different, right? But either way, it's good for us to do these things because we should be working on our mindset each and every single day. So with that being said, I leave you guys for today. Thank you guys so much for your support. Go rate the podcast. Go rate the podcast. Give it five stars. Leave a review. Let's get this thing out there. Get on your Facebook pages. Get on your Instagram accounts. Help me out. Let's go. Let's partner. Let's do this together. Let's get some community going. Thank you guys so much for your time. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day.